to Truth Be Told, a weekly broadcast brought to you by Brother Edwards, the mail carrier for the Lord. I'm glad you can be with me. I am the evangelist, preacher for the church with no walls. You are the church. Upon this rock I'll build my church is what Jesus said when Peter made that confession. Uh, you are his workmanship. He began to build his church inside of you the day you were baptized into his kingdom. Father God in heaven, thank you so much for baptizing us, giving us the option to be baptized, sending your son to show us how we should be baptized, Father. Thank you for the example that was set by him. Thank you for the love and compassion that you show us. Please forgive us of our sins, for there are many, Father, and without you we could do nothing. Help us on this world. Help us on our journey, Father. Hopefully and prayerfully, if we're obedient with you, Father, it'll lead us back home to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Beatitudes, the true way of being happy. Solomon experimented with every conceivable amusement, including wine, women, and song. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 1 and 8. Uh, he became so rich that silver was not considered valuable in his day. First King chapter 10, 21. He sat down to meals of oxen, sheep, deer, gazelles, roebucks, and fattened fowl. First Kings chapter four, verse twenty-two and twenty-three. He did not deny himself anything he thought might give him pleasure. Ecclesiastes chapter two, verse ten. What did he learn from all this? Behold, all was vanity and striving after wind. Happiness cannot be found by those. Uh, excuse me. Happiness cannot be found by those on the wrong road. It will always remain elusive to those unwilling to pay the price. We are beginning a study of Matthew, the Beatitudes, chapter three, chapter five, verses three through twelve. We find God. This is the secret to happiness. Uh, a, a guy, a young, a man by the name of Hugo McCoy called "Happiness Guaranteed" uh, is what the Beatitudes represented to him. These verses are known uh, by that name, Beatitude. Okay, the Latin word "beatus," which means blessed or happy. In more common translations, each verse begins with the word "blessed." Blessed is a translation of the Greek word makarios. I might have mispronounced that makarios, which basically means blessed, happy. It would not be mistranslation to use the word happy, okay? As long as we're not identifying happy with, you know, the worldly happy, okay? That's a whole different kind of happy. See, that kind of happy is based on circumstances. This kind of happiness that we're talking about being blessed is not based on circumstances, okay? It's regardless of the condition, it, it, it'll carry you through pain, sorrow, loss, and grief, okay? It is what we seek after. But the problem is that when we look for it, we look for it in the wrong uh, wrong things, you know, money, fame, power, you know, sensual pleasure, things like that. And here, Solomon, the greatest king alive uh, that it was ever ever on earth, uh, no one's richer. The Bible said no king would ever be smarter or richer. So he's he's he, we we can take it in him and at his word when he says it was all vanity. It's all vanity. So, like I said uh, before, I uh, I uh, left that about happiness we got to make sure happiness is not uh 
we're not talking about worldly happiness, okay? That that hap comes from that word comes from the English language, hap, H A P, which refers to an occurrence. This kind of happiness is affected by the circumstances in which one finds himself. In the New Testament, however, makarios generally refers to the distinctive joy which comes through participation in the divine kingdom. Now, why did I tell you all that? Because we are blessed. Blessed means uh, uh, we're happy to be envied. We're especially blessed, highly favored, okay? And we are, uh, we're sp- uh, we are spiritually prosperous uh, with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation. Regardless of our outward condition, we who are poor in spirit, we who are poor in spirit, makarios is a word that describes real happiness. So let's take that now. We're going to say, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. So happy are the poor in spirit. Why? Because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, my program is for all who want to hear God, but especially for those who are not familiar with the church, not familiar with God. This is your first step into uh, the, the, your journey with God. And I pray that it's a long and prosperous journey that you will allow God to work in you all of those things that will cause you to be blessed, envied, highly favored by those. So he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So this is, and when I read this, now God's telling me, if, now if I want to get the kingdom of heaven, I've got to be poor in spirit. Now, I need to understand what this poor in spirit is, okay? So if I say poor in spirit, what am I talking about? Am I talking about with money? No, that's why he said poor in spirit. So what then does the phrase poor in spirit well, it means this. The word Jesus used for poor is pachos. Pachos does not mean merely poor. It has to do with being destitute, poverty stricken. It was derived from the word that means to cower down or hide oneself for fear. It refers to total poverty, which reduces people to begging. This is the word used to describe the beggar Lazarus. And a poor man named Lazarus was laid at the rich man's gate, covered with sores and longing to be fed with the crumbs that were falling from the rich man's table. Luke chapter 16, verse 20 and 21. Emphasis, mine, okay, mine. The U.S. is familiar with three classes of people. There are rich, there are poor, and there is the large middle class where many of us find ourselves. In Bible times, there were primarily two classes of people, the rich and the poor, the haves and the have-nots. Now, I tell you what, brothers and sisters, it won't be very long if we don't let God get back in charge of this thing that is going to be the have and the have-nots. That's exactly what they want. I know when I was growing up, the middle class was large. You know, people, everybody worked, and, you know, people were happy. And now it's about how much stuff I can gain. So those who are in charge, I I don't want this to ever come to you. Those of you who who are new to this, this is not about money. This is not about, this is not about color or money. This is about sin, sin, sin. This is the devil against God. 
because everything that is going on right now, most of it, 90% of it, maybe 80, 90% of it that they're showing you on television is everything that's against God. Think about it. Murder. God doesn't like murder. You can't even dislike your brother for no reason. God calls that murder. Okay. People living together. Uh, see, we, we focus on one uh, sexual sin, and that is uh, uh, the uh, same-sex lifestyle. Hey, but God didn't, didn't stop there. He, you're not supposed to be sleeping with anyone unless you're married. Now, I'm going to just leave that alone because a lot of times we want to, you know, point the finger. But God says this, blessed are the poor in spirit, not those who point the finger at people, not those who get angry, not those who want to have more power, not those who want to keep other people down. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit. They means that they realize that they are destitute, that they are lost without God. So if that's the case, guess what they're going to be doing? Looking for God. They're going to be sad. But look at the other one. It says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteous sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, after that, that's when he begins. To, he tells us that you're the salt of the earth. Now, in order for me to be the salt of the earth, I've got to get these beatitudes right. These beatitudes were not just pre the beatitudes were preached to the disciples. Let's go back a little bit up here in, in there. He says, uh, seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. See, this is Jesus ministers to great crowds. Let's go back. This is 23. And he went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and, and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures, seizures, excuse me, and paralytics, and he healed them, and great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. Now, great crowds follow him, and Jesus realized, he can, he, can you imagine Jesus not, Jesus doesn't want to tell anybody, no, he wants to help everyone, and this is the beginning of his ministry, you remember, he, he got baptized, then he was tempted by Satan, and then he picked his disciples, got his disciples together, then he sat down and he began to do what? Teach his disciples. Because this is the these are the men who are going to have to teach the rest of the folk around. Because they're going to be helping Jesus with the mission. So he says, I want you to know that blessed are the poor in spirit. He, these men have to become this before they can help 
anyone else become that. They have to live this. They have to. It has to be a part of who they are. So when we when we begin our journey with God, we got to remember to lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21. The Bible says, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you, and will be, and will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians chapter six, verses seventeen through eighteen. And one more: Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, when we are seeking to be blessed, don't get think, don't, don't want your blessings from the world. OK, man seeks to be blessed only in this world. This says several things about his nature. Then if all you want is right now, then that means you're carnal and corruptible and you are sinful and you're dying. OK. Think about it. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8 chapter excuse me chapter 8 verses 5 through 8 Romans chapter 8 verse 5 through 8 the Bible also says this for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God Romans chapter 3 verse 23 the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord Romans 6 23 Brothers and sisters, we cannot be deceived, okay? We, we are deceived and blinded to, to the real need. And the, and the real need is we have to have a renewed spirit. We don't need more money and more things. We need a renewed spirit. Brothers and sisters, I thank you for being with me. Uh, let's, let us uh, make a plan, Lord's will, to be together again Saturday. Uh, big brother out there on the road, you be safe. Uh, we miss you. Uh, if you're in the Boscay Farms area, we're at 1635 Boscay Farms Boulevard, 930 a.m. We have Bible class, 1030 a.m. We have worship, 630, excuse me, 6 o'clock p.m. on Sundays. We have evening worship and 630 p.m. on Wednesday. We have Bible study. So if you're in the area, come on out, say hi. We love you and God loves you too. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. Thank you so much. And God bless you. And love and a shout out to those of you who are listening overseas, even in the armed forces. God bless you and the work that you're doing.